This is Cliff Mass, and welcome to my weather podcast. Each week, I talk about current weather, provide a forecast for the weekend and beyond, and give you more details about an interesting weather phenomenon. It's Friday, December 23rd, and let's talk about the forecast. The big story today is obviously the ice storm, which spread about a quarter to a half inch of ice over western Washington, bringing life to essentially a standstill. This ice will very slowly melt today. We've just got to around freezing, and it'll probably be tomorrow, Saturday, before the streets open up. Now, Interestingly, we are now about to experience a major a major weather regime change, going to much warmer, wetter conditions over the region. Here in western Washington, the highs on Saturday to Monday will be near 50 degrees, believe it or not. Rain will return, and in fact will be relatively heavy in the mountains, so expect talk about flooding by midweek. Now, even eastern Washington is going to warm up. On Saturday, it'll go up into the 20s, it's in the teens today, and then around 30 on Sunday. Unfortunately, this air will be still cold enough in the basin of eastern Washington and the Columbia Basin to maintain a serious threat of freezing rain there. So you've got to be careful in, 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 in eastern Washington on Saturday and Sunday. But by Monday, eastern Washington... At least the lower elevations will rise above freezing, and it'll get into the 40s by midweek. So it's going to seem like a heat wave then. So get ready to give up the cold and the snow and welcome warm, wet, and potential floods. Thanks for listening. Weather doesn't end with the forecast. Now let's talk about the special weather topic of the week. Today we experienced an historic freezing rain ice storm event over much of western Washington. And in this podcast, I want to tell you about the climatology of freezing rain in our region. It turns out that some portions of the northwest are very well known for such icing events, while other portions, like Puget Sound, only experience freezing rainstorms roughly once per decade. As as I have described in a number of my podcasts, freezing rain occurs when below freezing temperatures are found at and near the surface in the lower atmosphere, while above freezing temperatures exist right above it. Now, precipitation virtually always starts as snow in the upper part of the troposphere. You you can think of elevations of maybe 10 to 30,000 feet. And then the snow melts into raindrops as it falls into a warmer layer. Now, if there are cold air areas below near the surface, these raindrops enter cold air below freezing air, and and the raindrops cool below freezing. But strangely enough, they can remain liquid water even when their temperature is below freezing, at least for a while. So it's quite interesting. This is called supercooled water. Now, when the supercooled water, liquid water droplets below freezing, hit a cold surface, a below freezing surface, they freeze on contact. 
This is called freezing rain for obvious reasons. Now, over western Washington, freezing rain is very, very rare. Most of the weather systems that we get are associated with well above freezing air at low levels, particularly because we have this temperate ocean to our west. Even in the winter, the water temperatures of the coastal Pacific are around 50 degrees Fahrenheit, and the winds in our region are generally from the west, from the ocean. Furthermore, cold air in the interior of the continent is blocked by the Cascades and the Rockies. So generally, we're warm and wet. To get freezing rain in the west requires just the right conditions. Sub-freezing air has to be in place for days to to ensure that the surface is below freezing. And that's rare enough in itself. Then we need to get a warm, wet Pacific weather system approaching our coast, pushing a warm layer aloft with rain, but not disturbing the cold air near the surface. Now you can see why Western Washington freezing rain events, at least extensive ones, are quite rare. We did have one in the South Sound in Southwest Washington in 2012, and another notable one was in 1996. Um, both closed the airports, both caused power outages, and so these were significant events. The one we had today was possibly the most impressive of all because it had a huge geographical extent. Now, although Western Washington is not known for freezing rain, rain events, there are some areas of our region that are world-class in this domain. For instance, the Columbia River Gorge and the area immediately to the west around Portland and the northern Willamette Valley frequently get freezing rain ice storms. The reason is that cold, sub-freezing air from eastern Washington can be pushed westward out the gorge as low-pressure systems approach the coast and when high-pressure builds in the interior. This westward-moving air for the gorge can provide extremely cold air. And if this happens, while a Pacific weather system pushes warm, moist air above it with bountiful rain in overhead, the rain can fall into the cold air exiting the gorge, supercooling and producing freezing rain. Now, again, some of these events in the gorge and downstream of the gorge have been devastating, uh, such as the January 2000 event, freezing rain event, that closed Portland's airport for three days, knocked out the power to roughly 50,000 customers, and closed I-84, the highway that goes down the gorge east-west. Now, there is another area, the area around and north of Bellingham, gets its more than its share of ice storms to the cold outflow from the Fraser River Valley, cold sub-freezing air from the interior of BC pushes south uh, westward in the Fraser River Valley. But the most extensive regional ice storms don't occur in the west. They occur in the east, in the Columbia Basin. The Columbia Basin is truly a low-elevation basin ringed by higher terrain on all sides. During midwinter, when freezing and sub-freezing air can fill the basin, it can stay there for weeks or months. If a warm Pacific weather system 
crosses the coast and moves into the region, rain from the system can fall into the cold, low-level, sub-freezing air in the basin, resulting in major ice storms in the Tri-Cities and other communities in eastern Washington. Well, right now we are seeing the end of this, this ice storm, and I expect that we will see very few ice storms for the next week or two. It looks like it will be warm and wet. The only thing that I can see during the next day or two is that cold air is in place in the Columbia Basin. And as some of these wet weather systems approach and move into our region, I think they might see some ice during the next day in the Columbia Basin. But then I think it'll be a little bit too warm. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Feel free to send me your questions or any topics you would like me to cover. This podcast will be available every Friday morning on my blog and major podcast platforms. If you would like to support this podcast, feel free to use the Patreon link on my blog. See you next time.